Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to High and Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this evening, we have Monkey. Hello, everybody. Greetings from the Southeast US. We have Bubblehawk. G'day, guys. Just uh, here from New South Wales, Australia. Nice. Uh, TG. Yep. Good day, everybody. I'm up here in Canada. And GB. Why, hello, everybody. How are y'all doing today? And Marge isn't here this week because it's Mother's Day. So just a quick shout out to Marge and all the other ladies out there with children. So how's everybody been this week? Not too bad. Not too bad. bad. I mean, getting over the house is getting over the the vid. But, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. think I had it. I'm not really sure. Sweet. And GB, you're getting over it, right? I I actually didn't have the vid in the end, um, according to the doctor's tests and everything. No, I have a fucking wicked chest infection. Oh, lame. Yeah, wicked chest. And that on top of I had the flu. I got the flu while I had a chest infection, apparently. So, yeah, I'm on Mm. antibiotics and steroids and fucking you name it. Inhalers, the works. Lame. The Bubba Hawk managed to survive another week in Australia with all them snakes and spiders, kangaroos and drop bears. Yeah, it's been 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 pretty good actually down here. We've had a, a couple of days of decent weather other than the cold, but um, yeah, it's been really good actually. Well, on George, be right back. Gotta call my mom. Shit. If anybody hasn't called their mother yet, please do that right now. Right now. Uh, well, I'd have to <laughs> scream real loud, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> It's not Mother's Day over in the UK either, Mackie. Is it? No, no, as was uh, as was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, ours, ours, ours the same. Yeah. We we celebrate ours the same as you. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> as was yesterday here, so. But yeah, it's Monday for you, isn't it? It is Monday morning, bright and early. Yeah, that's terrible. And then TG's out there cooking ribs on the barbie. <laughs> not yet, man. You gotta slow cook them in the oven first, and then the barbie. So. Oh, that's weak. What are you doing, bro? Just adding a what bit of barbecue flavor afterwards. You just stick That's it all on there, bro. Do it. That's how you do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you don't. Yeah, just I put it on the barbecue, man. Just I actually go the opposite way. I'll, uh, I'll I'll put them on the smoke first, and if I have to finish them in the oven just a little bit, I'll do that. You know, not everybody has I'll a drive smoke, the smoking man. first. <laughs> not everybody's fucking out in the, you know, you know nobody's dream. It's only monkey who can really live the barbecue life. I suppose Bubba Huck as well. No, TG barbecues way more than me, man. I grill. I have propane. It's natural gas. It's not a. Oh, no, no, no. I actually barbecue. Oh, no way. That's not even barbecue then. That's just cooking outside, bro. It's not done on coals. It needs to be barbecue, man, on the cold, bruv. No, I don't even use coal. I actually use logs. I mean, that's barbecue. Oh, yeah, you do. It looks old school soil. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. The flavor. You got to have that for the flavor. I agree nice. with you completely with Wood. Nice. But I, I'm if, unfortunately, like Teej, I have fucking, I just propane it. It's just so much quicker and easier. It is quicker. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah might as well cook on the cooker inside then, man, if you're going to use gas. Oh, I don't cook really, on the cooker. No. There, you, get, you get flavor from the grill. And I don't have time to fucking tend the fire to cook three <laughs> meals on it a day, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> Unsure just said there I'm, as well, it's not Mother's Day in the UK. And I just called my mom to wish you a happy one. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry you're paid in advance <laughs> i mean it's good to do it both times 
That's so. okay. <laughs> Most mothers don't mind if you call them, say hello, I'm here. You know, hey, you get twice she... extra points. Yeah, did she tell you that it wasn't Mother's Day though, or did she just sort of run with it and you realized at a later point? And she was like, Where's my present? You know, <laughs> where's my chocolates? <laughs> where's my champagne? I've gone and popped some badass OG cheese for um my potential gorilla grill for a spot I haven't even found yet. But I hope I can find one. That's OG cheese. Badass OG. That's a seedsman? Yeah, okay. seedsman strain that. It's, it's a mix between badass OG and you yeah, yeah. cheese. I've uh, run it before, actually, in my tent. The, the badass OG cheese? Yeah, that exact one, yeah. Sweet. How was and? it? It was pretty good. Was uh, it cheesy? It wasn't all... No, it was more uh, like burnt rubber smell. So <laughs> I like, like that. It... I like that, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cheese is a skunk derivative, right? So it, mm-hmm. it was it had the more of a the rubberiness to it than the, the skunky cheesy, which yeah, I, I like as well. It, the, it grew really well. Massive colas, if I remember. Sweet. So, so yeah. Well, these are photo period as well. So once I find a place, I'm going to be stuck there until mid October, man. Maybe even the end of October. So good luck to the little bastards if they survive. Yeah. You know, you got to be a fly on the wall thinking about this, though. S- sitting there listening to a couple of stoners says, wow, it was more like a burnt rubber taste. Oh, man, I love that. <laughs> Somebody who has no idea what we're talking about going like, what are these people talking about? <laughs> oh, I love it yes. when it's burnt rubber. Mm, burnt rubber dog shit. Mm, mm, I love that. Those ones that smell like piss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The ones that smell like cat piss. Yeah. Uh, that's they're my favorites. You walk in, you get a nice big face full of pet, cat piss. You're like, Yeah, lovely, it's going right, <laughs> just right. And I bust up my skunk, and Cheryl walks by. She's always just like, it Smells like cat piss in here. Like, oh, yeah, it does. So, you keep a secret pet cat around the place that she just don't know about you. Yeah, I've told this story before, but when I was growing it, um, my bathroom down or my bathroom upstairs used to be directly below or above my grow. And the skunk smell had wafted up through the vents and she was in there scrubbing the floor, like, because she thought I pissed all over the floor and <laughs> she couldn't get the smell away because obviously it was from the skunk and she was so mad. And I came up and I was like, what are you doing? Oh, it smells like piss in here. And I was like, oh, uh, but, yeah, it was probably, it's, we figured out it was the plants and then we laughed and, and then we laughed. Like, but at least yeah. the floor was good and clean. Oh, it was so clean. Yeah. How many different though. chemicals did you let her get through before you got your letter on to the smell was coming from you, not the floor? Yeah. Well, you know, I she spent she was in there for a long time, and I was like, "Why are you? You know, why are you I in there?" Can't so get the smell of piss out of yeah. it. Yeah. And then <laughs> two and two put together, together the there. It's fucking funny. <laughs> it's overpowering the bleach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just yeah, it never would go away. It's kind of like you, you've seen that video where there's that dude washing his hair. And then the guy goes above him and keeps putting shampoo in his hair. So he keeps yeah. washing his hair out and it keeps getting more sudsy and he gets so fucking angry. <laughs> yeah, I love that so video. Funny. So funny. Same thing though. Anyway, <laughs> let's go, let's go on with that news. I think let's go and discuss some news. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Don't forget to hit that like button. If you're not a subscriber of the, of the channel yet, hit subscribe as well. That would be sweet. And don't forget one last time you can share on social media. If you can Instagram or Twitter or, but not Instagram because Instagram don't have links. Fucking hate Instagram, man. It's such a shit fucking platform. But anyway, let's move on to the news. Let's do that. Yes. 
So welcome to this week's Cannabis News and Events, where we talk about cannabis stuff from all around the world, including Australia now, because Bubba Hawk is here to discuss that with us. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Aussie news. Yeah, Although GB's got one from Australia too, so. That's right. Yeah, Aussie Aussie news. We do, Double yeah. team in today, aren't we? But let's start off with Bubba Hawk. We'll start off with your news then, mate, if you like. Okay, guys. So um, this one comes out of Queensland here, which is a little bit further north of me, and um, usually the other... Uh, touristy destination, I suppose, for most people when they come down here. Um, but this one's a Queensland businessman has been spared a jail term and instead fined $10,000 after insisting a cannabis growing operation in his backyard was intended for medicinal purposes only. After police intercepted a package sent to um, this gentleman, Mark Christopher Rowe, uh, containing cannabis seeds, they discovered a greenhouse on his Serena property containing more than 150 cannabis plants and 15,000 seeds and production equipment. Um, Mackay District Court was told the 51-year-old had only intended to grow cannabis for medicinal purposes and believed his actions were in the best interest of the community. He had not applied for a licence to do so. Um, they court heard that Rowe's wife had been diagnosed with breast cancer, undergoing surgery, chemotherapy and radiation, while he suffered from depression and anxiety. Uh, had previously self-medicated with cannabis, but now held a legal prescription for it. Um, so he's obviously, you know, got himself prescribed and, and the doctor's given him the, the script and everything for it. Um, his motive for the production was to research different strains of cannabis in anticipation of a legislative change about cannabis use. Mm -hmm. uh, his defence barrister he's fucking said, good arguments here all round from this guy, isn't it? Yeah, so so far he's he's doing well for himself on that one. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the 150 plants in the backyard, but, um, but that's a bit much. Yeah, that's gonna be hard to explain. Yeah, but you know it goes on to say that um, the the barrister added that he was using CBD to make butters and oils, um, and that he wasn't motivated by greed, and that he had the be the community's best intentions in mind. Uh, denied any commercial intent, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, pending for uh, future legislative change, but pleaded guilty to aggravated drug possession, producing and possessing cannabis and possessing <laughs> items used to produce drugs. Hold on, can we just go back? What the fuck is aggravated drug possession? Well, yeah, I think uh, once you piss... <laughs> you pissed me off. You took you my know, drugs, I'm aggravated. Yeah. I, I've got the, I'm in possession of drugs specifically to piss you off. What the fuck does that even mean, man? I don't know. I, I, I believe from from previous research, it, it's a once you hit a certain amount of it, it it becomes aggravated because you know they're the they're saying you with more. Yeah, they're, they're they're basically saying that look, you know, no one person needs 150 plants, so there must be another reason, and they, for whatever reason, they call that aggravated drug possession. Yeah. Right. Um, the only problem with that is that seems like an an arbitrary number or word that they'll throw out there when they feel like it's quote unquote aggravated. Yeah, it, it comes down to them just just throwing stuff in there to try and make it sound worse than it really was. Uh, mm -hmm. um, so anyway, it continues on here saying that um, the Crown prosecutor told the court that um, Roe wanted to get into the business of making medicinal cannabis. He told police he was trying to get ahead of the curve and had not started his application to grow cannabis for medicinal purposes. Uh, handing Roe a $10,000 fine to be paid within Ooh. six months. Yeah. Judge Deborah Richards told him, you have a degree, so you're not stupid. You were well aware that what you were doing was illegal and you were willing to take the risk. 
I'm less sympathetic than I might be if you were someone who was uneducated and just didn't realize the gravity of what you were doing and convictions were recorded. Let me just say, right? You have a degree so you're not stupid is wrong. He might be very fucking stupid. He's just educated. There's two yeah. completely yeah. different things. He's an educated idiot. You know what I mean? Lots exactly. Of degree holders the way, that are stupid. Exactly. Me. Exactly. The way, <laughs> the way judges speak to people themselves anyway is just a fucking joke. They yeah. always yeah. speak down at the people. They always think that they are a cut above the rest. You know, yeah, their shit stinks and, the very same as everybody else's, but the way they speak down to people is just a fucking joke. It's a strange thing to use the degree. I like, I have a degree, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't make me think I'm smarter or anything. It just, um, I did and anybody else, exactly. like, for fuck's sakes. It's, well, it's not I don't have it. a degree, and I don't like to think that I'm stupid. I mean, well, there's no, stupid things not. that I've done, but I, I, I like it's to think just, that I'm not dumb. You know? It's just something you you commit to and you do. You don't have to be smart. You just have to be really yeah. committed. You know, you don't smart even is have it. like, it's such a weird thing. You have to be passionate, I would say, to get a degree is yeah, more important than being smart. But And that's a whole different fucking conversation. I just find yeah. it strange that she was like, used that as a reason why he should have not known better. Yeah, smart. look, I think, I think there's still a very like there's that 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 veil of sort of you know um, uh, prohibition and that that old school thinking and the majority of the magistrates we have here are from the old school thinking um, and you know and then they've got to justify what the police have done and so on and so forth because whenever the police find one of these things it's splashed all over the news it's all over social media so. They have to look like they're doing something, even if what they're doing is completely against what the rest of the world's doing, because, you know, we're backwards down here and that's we just like to do things the hard way for some reason. And this um, is all uh, this all was started because the police intercepted a package sent to Mark Christopher Rowe's name containing cannabis seeds. What the fuck? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So so this all came from they um, they intercepted a package sent to him at some point in his name. Um, which is 100% the reason why we say do not send it to your property. Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. going to order things like that and, you know, you, you're growing it, so you, you don't order it to where you're growing it. It's just that's going to cause issues. Um, They're so, so um, secure with all seeds and everything that come into Australia. It's just a, a mm-hmm. not the quarantine, what is it, the... Um, agricultural, Custom. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you don't want they the invasive species fucking... getting in, obviously. yeah, that's it, that's it. They're fucking, yeah. So, Astronaut. my old boy actually works in um, in customs clearance and things like that. And he was telling me that the whenever something comes in from overseas, especially coming from specific countries, um, they'll go through big x ray scanners that they've got, um, so they can scan one of those 40 foot containers. Um, on the back of a ship, and they can pick up if there's seeds in it. Wow. In a 40-foot container in this big X-ray thing. Oh. Um, and so, and I mean, look, he, you know, he had 15,000 seeds. Like, look, you know, if you're, if you're trying to get 30 seeds in for a personal grow, it'll get through. Mm-hmm. You know, nine times out of 10, that's that you're going to get that. Yeah. But, you know, we don't, it doesn't say how many the police intercepted. So he could have, you know, he could have had yeah. 5,000 seeds in a thing. And I mean, yeah, 15,000 you know, seeds. Up that, that's far too much. If you need that amount of seeds, you need to make your own fucking seeds, man. You don't need to be buying 15,000 seeds. You make that amount, you know? And I mean, look, I mean, I've never, I've never in my, in my life of growing, and I've been growing for long enough now that I've seen most of it. 
I've never at any point gone, you know what? I really need 150 plants to make sure I'm going to make it through the season. Like, I, it's it's a lot. So I, I really mm. don't know. Like, I understand the, the, the argument he's coming from, but I also think that it, I highly doubt that, I, that 150 plants were specifically just for him, if you and, know what I mean. And Billy Barnes brings up a really important point there. If you earned $40,000 a year, that's half your wages for six months because you've been fined $10,000. How the fuck is he supposed to pay a $10,000 fine in six months? Well, the thing is, is that that type of money is what you're looking at if you're going to buy it medicinally through the through the government. Fucking serious? Yeah, 10, 10 grand for in, in, you'd go through that in six months. Easy. I wow. would. Easy, easy, easy. Wow. If I wasn't if I wasn't doing my own. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd pay that and then you, you add on to that the fact that you know my wife's the same she's she's yeah. a medicinal user as well all of a sudden that's double and at 170 dollars for 10 grams discounted we're getting 30 for 500 all of us you know and, and i'll go i'll go through an ounce a week easy so there you go that's the australian government profiteering from crime there it's Everybody, about which is a crime in itself it's about six thousand pounds and about six thousand seven hundred euros that's what ten thousand dollars is it's wow. fucking still a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of cash. Yeah. Fucking right, it is. Especially when it could be going elsewhere. You know, obviously, yep. mm-hmm. as it says, he's you know his wife's been diagnosed with cancer and she's undergoing the surgery and chemo. And you know what the cheap, fuck, man? man. You're fucking mm-hmm. thanks, George, for keeping the community safe. You fucking yeah. fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> anyway, That's all right. Give it to him, mate. It's, it's just a piss take, man. It pisses me off. How just because he was growing some harmless fucking plants and for his wife's medicine as well. It's absolutely mm. fucking disgusting that he's been treated this way. At least he didn't get sent to prison this time, which, you know, happens to a lot of people. But a £10,000 exactly. fine, he, he's going to prison in six months because he ain't going to be able to fucking pay that ten grand, is he? Well, they, they, the way our system works is a little different. So he'll he can he'll sit there and if he can't pay that, he goes into a into a payment agreement with the government and so on and so forth. And then he'd, he'd have to he'd have to really ignore it for him to come and then slap him in prison for it. So right, okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So yeah, but yeah. good story. Wow, well, good story. It's an, it was an okay story. It's not bad news, but it's not good news either. Something in the middle there. So. Yeah, good way to start it at least. <laughs> what can you say? <laughs> So what are you saying, GB? You want to hit the next Australian piece of news? Might as well carry on while we're still in Australia. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, we we mm-hmm. we know that there is quite a lot of people that is using um, medicinal cannabis as bullhockers. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a lot of um, users are, are getting confused with the the laws over there. So it started out with um, New South Wales police uh, stopped a twenty-one-year-old woman on um, the western suburb, Sydney suburbs of Oran Park and she tested positive for medicinal cannabis and it was questioned as if people were questioning it as if it was wax. Sorry, this was a Facebook post that they put out. How does one they, test positive for medicinal cannabis? Well, you see, it's the, the, <laughs> it is the exact same. The police wrote that the driver in question or question was questions about her cannabis use and she informed the police that she was described the drug for pain management so it was allowed. Right. They turned around and basically went, no, it's not. So they arrested her on the side of the road. They brought her down to Narland police station and they'd done a second test where it showed that there was cannabis still in her system. So they took her, suspended her license for 24 hours. And then they released her from custody. But this isn't going to, that's not going to be the end of her for this 
young girl. Like medicinally prescribed cannabis does not automatically give drivers the right to continue to drive while taking prescribed medication mm. because they say it impairs your driving. Now, we all know that that is a load of cock and ball ox. You know, well, if you're not necessarily, yeah, if you're a medical user and you if use it every medical, day, then it's, exactly. it's less likely yeah. to have an effect for sure. Yeah, with proper tolerance, I would say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and that's what, well, that's what I was saying. Like with a medical user, it's completely different. If you're recreational and you use once in a fucking month of Sundays, mm -hmm. you're going to have one spliff and you're going to be mashed. Mm -hmm. Dude, Dude, one hit and you're going to be mashed. Yeah, I wouldn't be fucking saying get behind the wheel of a car. But if you're smoking, or if you're consuming, uh, like, for pain relief, like, for, for myself, I know for Teach, he has to do it just so that he can fucking eat. Mm -hmm. You know? I need it, just, I need it or I can't sleep. Yeah, you know, so how, how, how are they, they're essentially fucking banning you from fucking, party, and yeah. then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even the work, like. your workforce, there's going to be jobs that you can't do even because of it. So the, yeah, even with that point with the workforce, there was a guy not long ago. Um, he got fired after he told his boss that he was using medicinal cannabis. Obviously, he was saying that because he wasn't using it at work or anything. Um, but he worked in um, it was to do with warehousing, and he was driving forklifts. And um, so he came into work, and it was a random drug test. Came up in the screening, admitted that it was medicinal, and um, yeah, and then they sacked him. So um with with this thing with what gb's read out about this girl she um when you when you go and you do the process here they will tell you that you can't have any cannabis in your system while you're driving the car however the tests that they use are, i believe they're the same that they're using in canada at the moment they're the dragers they're a lick test um you've got to put it on your tongue you pull it across your tongue now they're super sensitive they'll pick up like minute levels of THC in your system, irregardless mm -hmm. of whether you're in, affected by it at the time. And then after that, you'll then go to another machine. Um, so if that comes up positive, they'll, they'll take you from there. They take you into the, into the shop and then they'll put another one in your mouth. And then that's even more sensitive and that gets sent away to a lab. And then you and that um, have to then go to court and then they'll, they'll bring that evidence in and you've then got to fight that in court. So. And it's, it's nine times out of 10, you're not winning it. Mm. It's a big it's, it's problem. About the, a big problem that comes with the medical legalization of cannabis is people who need to take their medicine, but also need to drive as well. And there's loads of other medicines, regardless of cannabis, that affect your, uh, the way you function. Like there's plenty of opioids where it will say on the box, do not operate heavy machinery, but people mm. still fucking drive. There's cold medicines. Mm -hmm. that you can take that it, it, does, it, it recommends not to drive but you can drive on it and if they fucking pull you over there's nothing they can do you'd be like a fucking drunk fool on the road um, and you know, all of these countries here as well you know like the uk and probably in the usa and australia as well you know they won't allow anybody to have any trace of cannabis in their system whatsoever but you're allowed to drive after one or two pints you know there's a certain yeah. amount which you're allowed mm -hmm. to drive on there but the same isn't applied to cannabis it's absolutely fucking ridiculous man and you well, know there's some of the tests as well like there, there's confusion on how long 
some of the tests take to show up, like some some shows that it can be detected for up to six days if you consume daily. Wow. Mm-hmm. Other ones are saying that it, it's it can be found up to ninety days in your mm-hmm. hair. You know, well, it can be found mm-hmm. fucking a lot further depending on how long your hair is. True. Huh? The biggest issue with this is that you, if you let's say for argument's sake you you know you used heroin for a long time, you, you're getting off heroin and you get methadone replacement. Um, you have a defense. So if you get pulled over and you and you've been and you've had your your thing of methadone, you can be off your face, right? Within reason, obviously. But if if you've had that, you will then you won't get charged like you would if they pick up that you've got THC in your system, irregardless of whether you've been, you know, whether you're high at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So so there's that's it's the only prescription drug in Australia that you do not have a, a legal defense to use. That's crazy. It is. I was reading an article, yeah. about, uh, I was passing through articles looking for one this week and I was reading one on the US trucking industry that has a similar problem to this. And they were even saying that certain CBD products that if the truckers take these can cause them to fail a drug test for, for weed. Damn. And they lose, they lose their license if they fail a, a drug test for weed. It's a federal regulation. It's not a state thing or anything like that. The federal government, the Department of Transportation, regulates truckers. And TG is federally uh, illegal. You can't have anything in your system. And TG is a medical user, and you've also had shit before for driving uh, while you were stoned. Well, while you were taking your medicine, right, TG? I've never gotten in shit. I've been pulled mm-hmm. over and like I had to blow for alcohol. Right. Check stops are bullshit, but. You know, I fucking mm. can't just drive through the ditch and avoid them. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, no, it's it's a constant worry for me. Um, there was they've just released a bunch of news stories actually in the last week about how they're finding more impaired drivers that have cannabis in their system in Saskatchewan in the last year. Um, but it's like, that's, that's a great statistic. Have, did they link it to increased crashes? Like, no, yeah. it's, it's still inconclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a false and, yeah, oh, it I is. mean, it's a joke. I don't know. I can't plead the fifth here because I'm in Canada. Right. So I don't want to incriminate myself, but like, I do use a lot of cannabis, of course. And like GB said, I needed to eat and I eat often. Therefore I am smoking often. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the, the police officers. The police officers on the side of the road should use their discretion to decide whether somebody is intoxicated, regardless of any substance, yeah. or even lack they of should. sleep. There's many other things that could make you a shit driver. Like you have a fucking blazing argument with the wife, and you go yeah. out in the car and you drive like a yeah. fucking dickhead for ten minutes because you you're rage. Tired, man. You like, know, there's so many hard. other things. It's not just fatigue. drugs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it is. It's offensive to me that exactly like you say, I get pulled over, they smell weed because, you know, I don't want to have a stomach spasm and I've not been able to smoke until now for whatever reason. So now, you know, uh, I'm on the way, maybe I'm driving to a show for three hours, like, I don't know, whatever it might be, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, they smell it and immediately I'm incriminated. So, but mm. they don't even care to, to, to judge whether or not I'm impaired we have these drug recognition experts, the DRE yeah. mm-hmm. here, that are supposedly better at telling if you're you're on drugs um, or not than regular cops. But again, on drugs or doesn't mean impaired. That's not the correlation. 
that's never it's never been proven so that was the question i was going to ask if they found some way that we don't know about to test impairment because how many what's the percentage of those drivers that they claim to have been impaired were actually impaired or was it just that they found it in their system yeah exactly you know what i mean we have to figure something out i mean we had an article a couple weeks ago about new jersey uh saying that their police officers could partake off duty and that they mm-hmm. were going to have to develop some kind of a cognitive test to find out if they were impaired or not. So, hey, this is coming, guys. Somebody's got to have. I mean, you need you need something that makes people giggle. You know, something that will briefly make people laugh. So, like a fart machine or something, like at the blue, the fart machine. <laughs> yeah. And if they giggle, they're stoned. Okay, I'm stoned. I giggle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, mate. Well, carry around a phone with, with um. Tell a dad joke in it. <laughs> Yeah, Put yeah, some South Park on and see if they giggle at it a little to bit. Be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be a little bit serious, back serious about it is yeah. the thing is like there was over 122,000 prescriptions written for people last year in Australia. So essentially, there's they are putting 122,000 of people off the road because yeah. medicinal users are gonna have to use at least once every 24 hours at rates mm-hmm, in this thing. Mm-hmm. So their, their THC levels are always going to be above. No matter what, because yeah. we know how how sensitive the Draeger systems and everything are, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what they use. It's that they are putting people off the road. They're putting people off out of employment. They're putting it's the place. detection doesn't equal impairment. You know, it doesn't. Like, you know, let's put why... me out. Put me out in the street. I'll walk the straight line. I'll do the nose touching and shit. You know, I bet you I can do it. Probably better after like. Yeah, you know, what I'm yeah, than yeah. most people do it sober, you know, yeah. it's just, it's yeah. Like mm-hmm. use, use your skills that you learned in cop school. Don't just fucking be like, there's a thing. Therefore you are this, you know, mm-hmm. with no other fucking like judgment, just mm-hmm. it's, it's so much more nuanced than that, you know? So it's, it's frustrating the, as fuck. I don't know. The thing always goes like, I'm always stoned and nobody ever realizes that I'm stoned. Yeah, but if you get pulled over and for some reason and they give you one of them drug tests, fucked. And this this is why I always recommend to our listeners to download an app called Waze. Well, what everybody should be doing is driving carefully, always drive safely. You know, that's the best thing you can do. Don't give anybody a reason to pull you over in the first place and then you won't get tested. So drive safely, be careful, download Waze so you can check out any of these these uh, North That's Korean it. stop points that they have lying around the fucking place. But, and then if you do get pulled so. over, you know what you have to do? You all know what you have to do. Wow. Shut the wow. fuck up. Shut the fuck mm-hmm. up. Why did I get pulled over? I'm not discussing my day with you. Am I free to go? Simple. I don't answer questions. That's I don't answer questions. What do you mean you don't answer questions? Well, that's a question. And I don't answer questions. Exactly. <laughs> Be polite, Just though. Repeat you know, it. Don't be a dick. <laughs> but don't let them fuck you over as well. It's a pain in the ass, man. But just be safe. Drive safe, man. But be a responsible cannabis user, always. So then we have some... Well, it's not really news. It's a discussion that was up on Leafly about uh, is is the UK going to legalise cannabis anytime soon? And we had this discussion with uh, in an interview which we had this week, me and Monkey, with the uh, North Gorilla guys because we were talking, is, is the UK going to legalise anytime soon? Right. And it it's works. it's either going to be in five years' time or it's just going to happen randomly overnight for some reason because they're trying to cover up some next scandal that is going to be going on, you know? So uh, the title of this one, Is the UK Any Closer to Legalising Cannabis? And it's from Leafy. And we, we all know Leafy. 
www.labour.co.uk this one. Well, pretty much in 2001, the Labour Party announced the classification of cannabis in the UK will be downgraded, downgraded from a class B to a class C. And I remember this happening. It was like, no way, you know, pretty much that's de facto decriminalizing. It's just a low, low class drug. Class B is like uh, Schedule 3 or instead of Schedule 1 or Schedule 2. What is another Schedule 3 to compare that to? I, I don't know. Uh, well, I'm not too sure. But uh, anyway, it wasn't so long after that when it got down, uh, downgraded to the Class C. They didn't want to cause any confusion. So then the Labour government, and everybody thinks the Labour government is its like the Democrats in the USA, pretty much. You know, they're a lot more lenient and left-siding. And But Gordon Brown, who was with Labour, came along and bumped it back up to Class B again. It's absolutely yeah. fucking ridiculous. And that was back in <sighs> 2006, 2007, that was. So, you know, we took a step forward and then went backwards and it's been stuck there for quite a long time. That was in 2007. Gordon Brown announced that the drug would once again become a class B, class B substance, going against the advice of the Advisory Council and Misuse of Drugs. And this was when the doctor, I can't remember his name. Um, what's the name of the fucking doctor? But it, I've tried to get him on the show a few times, but he, he was the government advisor for Labour, and he told them, yeah, cannabis is fine and it should really be legalised. Look, uh, was it Dr. Nutt, Professor Nutt, I think? And uh, they pretty much said, well, we don't like what you're saying here, scientists who have done lots of research to give us this answer. We don't like what you're saying, so you're sacked and we're going to get somebody else in who's going to fit with our narrative. And, the, and somebody else is going to do new research, right? Yeah, yes. And tell us that <laughs> cannabis, in fact, kills people. Exactly. <laughs> so they, they don't like the research and this is their narrative. That's the stupid part. It's an absolute false. Changes to the law in November 2000, 2018 made medical cannabis prescriptions possible, but uptake on the NHS has been painfully slow, which we all are aware of, I'm sure. With just three whole plant prescriptions in three years, Three, three prescriptions. I mean, three people get get whole bud, fresh, you know, you know, dried bud a year. That's it. Well, in three, three yeah, in three, three. years <laughs> since 2018, Wait a minute. Can, we have a population of 69 million. Program? You can call this a medical program with three people. No, but oh the thing gosh. is that they're on the NHS prescribed. Anybody can yeah. go and get um the cannabis medicine from the private clinic if they're willing to pay the fucking money for it. But as we've reported for two di on two different occasions now, people have still been arrested, even though they are legally in possession of their cannabis medicine. Uh, it was the guy last week, I can't remember, Ryan, I think his name was, and then we had um, Liam Lewis, who was being on the show as well. Both legal medical patients who pay for their cannabis and have it on prescription, but they still get persecuted by the police because of it. But there's three people in the UK since 2018 who get it on the NHS, which is the National Health Service, and they get it for free. And one of them is uh, Alfie Dingley, who's Hannah Deacon's kid, you know, with the uh, epilepsy. Yeah, yeah she but, took her forever to be able to get that. I mm -hmm. mean, she had to fight like crazy to get that. And there's still plenty of mothers still fucking fighting to try and get the, the medicine their children need on the NHS. Joanne, Joanne is still trying to Joanne get it. Joanne Griffiths, Rachel Bell, Rankmore, yeah. loads of people, man. You know, Karen Gray, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's stupid, ridiculous. man, it's stupid. So there's been no progress here in, in the uh, medical side of things as far as I'm concerned. Three people in three years in a population of 70 fucking million. It's just unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Yeah. They're just feeding us little bits to make sure that we don't starve to death, essentially. Like, oh, what are you going on about? Look, it's legal for medical use now. Oh, look, we've given this person the medicine. Oh, but now, look, you can go and buy it from this clinic, and they're just fucking us over any way they can just to try and keep us quiet. And it, I think we have three now. So you're doing better than us, mate. <laughs> oh. 
if you look at the, just, the difference in population, you know? you know, per capita basis. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about just three in the whole country that's allowed. Yeah, no. so have we. Uh, well, yeah, yeah we, no, we don't no. have the private clinics and shit. Yeah, yeah, we don't have the private clinics. We that's just on our ministerial license. It's fucking mm -hmm. a joke. So the, this, a this joke. is a good article here as well from Leafly. So head over to Leafly and read this article in full if you want to take a look at it. But uh, the current government's official line on cannabis. When it comes to the official party line on cannabis legislation, the ruling conservative seems fairly close to fairly closed to reform. So then they're pretty much not going to do it. And then we see, I mean, that's the Conservative Party. Then we have the Labour Party as well, who is run by a guy called Keir Starmer. And I was watching an interview just a couple of weeks ago with this Keir Starmer guy, and he's such a sleazy motherfucker, man. You wouldn't believe it. But he was uh, he's saying that he has no plans to legalise cannabis, uh, and, you know, cannabis is a terrible drug and all this. But then he was having an interview with Piers Morgan, and Piers Morgan asked him, have you ever done cannabis? And he's like, uh, we had some good times in college. He's like, yeah, but did you smoke cannabis? He's like, um, we, we had some good times in college. Yeah, good times. So pretty much he's he's just refusing to say that he did, but he's making it perfectly fucking obvious that he has used cannabis in the past. Yeah. But he refused to make it legal for everybody. But you see at the same time that he'll be standing in pictures holding a fucking pint. So what the fuck, man? It's so frustrating living in this country and watching these crooked motherfuckers live by a completely different set of rules to what we live by. It rages me, man. It, it rages me. And then recently... Lucky, recorded... lucky you don't live here, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd never stop raging, would he? You, sh you, should <laughs> see, you should see the campaign trail at the moment. Every pub they're stopping in to have a beer oh, and it's all well and good for that to happen. You know what I mean, mate? Fuck you now. And then we, a few, I mean, a couple of months ago now, we reported on a story where Sadiq Khan, who is the mayor of London, essentially decriminalized cannabis. And that's mentioned in this article as well. So for anybody under the age of 25, if they were found with cannabis, then they wouldn't be charged for the possession of it. So. Bit shitty the way it was only in London, but isn't it? Mm -hmm. And it was only for under 25s because yeah. people under the age of 25 smoke weed and nobody else does. It's like, what the fuck, man? It's, what was it? So that they didn't ruin their lives, but it's mm -hmm. all right to ruin the lives of everybody fucking else. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the shitty thing about it. If you get caught just with, like, if you get a conviction for any fucking cannabis thing, you're never going to set foot in Australia again, in America again, mm -hmm. Canada again. You know, in any yeah. any other fucking English speaking country that you want to go to in the world, and then half the other ones aren't going to take you either. You know, it's a fucking. Well, Sadiq Khan essentially did that because he had an election coming up, and uh, his campaign was successful, winning fifty five percent of the vote, leading to another term in office. So, decriminalizing cannabis in the way that he did essentially got him another term as mayor in London. And maybe other politicians in the UK will be looking at that, thinking, hmm, maybe this is something that's good to roll with. Fuck knows. So what opposition parties say about cannabis and that this is what I said about that uh, Sir Keir Starmer, because he's, uh, uh, man, there's some uh, allegations against this guy as well and the reason why he's a Sir, but I won't go into that because there's no real evidence. So we don't want to have a uh, slander and libelous on our, on our hands, do we? You know. <laughs> but anyway, we, we don't need to explain to everybody listening to this show that politicians are crooked motherfuckers, oh, man. Wow. Yes. So fuck them. Is the UK going to legalise soon? Fuck no. I mean, what, what do you all think? We all follow this news pretty closely nowadays. But what do you well, think I mean, in the chat? What do you think of the panel? What are you saying, Monkey? You, you heard me say it the other day at, at the uh, interview we had. I said five years is what I'm thinking. I, and, I, and I would hate to, to even think it's going to be that long. But gosh, you guys aren't even moving. Mm -hmm. What are you saying, TG? Yeah. What, what do you think? Mm, yeah, I don't know. I'm a pessimistic optimist. 
it'll happen, but the fuck knows. People people need to make sure they're going to be in a spot to uh, profit, basically. And Unfortunately, you know, you're right about that. Mm-hmm. It's tough for politicians to to toe that line. Well, you know, if it's not completely accepted, and I don't think it's quite there yet. It's mm-hmm. not quite there yet here either, which is why it's tolerated still. Um, it's very limited. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe five years. I hope hope sooner than later, though. What do you think, GB? Um, I actually can see it probably a bit sooner for the UK and for to be quite honest. Mm. I reckon we will have it hopefully for recreational in the next two to three years, hopefully sooner. But I'm looking at that the fact that we are going to be going into a fucking epic recession in the next fucking oh, year. Are we not already so. in one? Oh, worries even worse, even worse. I think there. we're looking at fucking no. depression rather than a yeah. fucking recession, no. mate. Well, I, I think that they're gonna look and go. We're going to need a revenue source, and look what we can take. And um, we can take all of that money off the criminals because that's a vast, vast fucking treasure trove of fucking money that they could find and mm-hmm. put into their coffers. And plus, they're gonna need something to make the people a bit fucking more understanding. Yeah. Mm. What do you think, Bubba Hawk? What do you, what do you think? Yeah, look, I, I think here, you know, the next four years are probably going to be our best chance that we've had in the last 100 years, mm. <laughs> if I'm honest, because we've, we're looking at it now and, and the current incumbent government's done enough to piss off the Australian um, community that we're like, well, you know, chances are they're not going to get back in unless there's some serious sus things going on behind the scenes. And the for, you know, we're looking at a possible Greens Labor government and the Greens have been banging on about legalising cannabis and decriminalising other drugs and making it a health issue, which it should be um, for years now. So this is, you know, I, I would say within the next five years, uh, but I do also think that we need to get a, a few more progressive um mps in you know we, we need to get some of that younger blood that hasn't been smashed with propaganda for the last 30 years you know yeah, yeah. um because as, as it stands everyone there's there's no one there in the current government that would stand up bar maybe one or two and go yep sweet reforms needed you know yeah. um so yeah i honestly think five years you know within the next five years we'll see it um but that's that's me being optimistic yeah, well, we've got, I'll wrap up this article here with this last little bit. Uh, while the chance of the UK legalising cannabis, uh, the government's official line on cannabis isn't likely to inspire hope, but a reflective look on the past few years shows pro- progress is happening, albeit slowly, very fucking slowly. That last bit there was me. That isn't in the article. Yeah. Uh, aside from official party policy, many steps forward have been made. Medical cannabis reforms are ongoing and de facto decriminalization will mean public attitudes toward cannabis continue to shift. Now, right at the bottom of this article here from a cannabis from clear cannabis law reform uh, from Peter Reynolds, Peter Reynolds with the uh, clear cannabis law reform organization. We've had him on the show, too. There's a video in the year 2000. So let me just remind you, because I know everybody who's like our age, the year 2000 seems like five years ago. It wasn't everybody. It was fucking 22 years ago that Boris Johnson, our current prime minister, 
ask why his respectable neighbours who roll up a spliff and quietly smoke it together are in breach of the law 22 fucking years ago. So come on, Boris, do something, you useless bastard. And just to add here at the end, even though cannabis will at some point be legalised in the UK for recreational use, they ain't going to let us grow it. You, you should all know that. That's not how the UK works, man. It's going to be a battle yeah. before we're allowed to grow our own because it's unsafe. It's going to cause mould, the house fires. Somebody think of the children. You know how it is, man. We ain't going to be able to grow our own cannabis. That's going to be... It'll in- be a long battle. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we'll move on to the next story. We'll go with uh, Monkey. What are you saying about yours? Oh, man, let's go talk about something specific American, you know, America, American ganja and guns. Should medical marijuana users be able to carry? This is from KCRW News. I'm shocked that this is even up for discussion, to be fair. Well, (laughs) this is something that's that's a little bit. You know, every time I look at an article, I always find a little bit something deeper than just just the headline. So let's go unpack this a little bit, because I've noticed a few things in here in my lifetime. And it's it's real. The headline is basically gun rights versus med- medical marijuana. Uh, can You can have both. Now, what this argument is, lawmakers around the United States are trying to curb p- people from having guns. But in Florida, as an official who wants to loosen the regulations on guns and impact, that could, I mean, it could, this, this could affect everybody in the United States. So a lawsuit has been filed against the federal government by... Uh, let's see who exactly this person is. Her name is Nikki Freed. She is the Florida's Agricultural Commission who oversees the state's concealed carry permits for firearms and also regulates aspects of medical marijuana. It's kind of a strange mix there, but you have yeah, to understand. <laughs> well, in, in the United States, uh, sometimes the, the uh, guns and drugs are linked together in, in enforcement because uh, it's, you know, al- alcohol, tobacco, and firearms regulates drugs as well crazy isn't it i mean mm-hmm. we we multitask around here though but anyway um nikki has has uh dropped a lawsuit against the federal government over the conflict that she believes her office needs to fix she says that medical marijuana users under the second amendment should be allowed to possess and carry concealed weapons just like any other citizen however in the United States, uh, if, if you look at an application to buy a firearm, on that firearm is a very, very specific piece of verbiage. And this is exact, this is the thing that I really, this is why I'm bringing this to you. Um, every time I've ever had to buy a firearm in the United States, you fill out a form. This is the United States Department of Justice, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, uh, Office bulletin number 1140-0020. Now, on sub item E, the question is, are you an unlawful user of or addicted to marijuana, specifically, any depressant, stimulant, narcotic drug, or any other controlled substance? And then under that, the uh, the bullet point is warning, the use and possession of medical marijuana remains unlawful under federal law, whether it has been legalized or decriminalized in your area. Wow. So they're telling you when you buy a gun right now that even that you cannot do this. Now, every time I've purchased a firearm, you always see this question down there and you always have to, you know, check this thing right here. And I've never known anybody that says, yes, I use marijuana. Please don't give me the firearm. I mean, this is just kind of like, it's what we do over here. It's, it's, how it goes. So anyway, she believes that this is this is violating uh, the Second Amendment rights of American citizens, because in the mm-hmm. Second Amendment rights, you have the right to, to bear arms. 
She says firearms are legal, medical marijuana is legal. What's the problem here? You know, we've always we keep going up against this point of of alcohol. You know, it doesn't say anything about you can't you can't drink alcohol, but it says if you use illegal marijuana, not not addicted or if if you use it, you can't have a gun. Now, is this fair? Absolutely uh, not. <laughs> I know it's kind of we are an international podcast, and so this this sounds odd maybe to some countries because in some countries you're not allowed to possess firearms but in america this is one right that a lot of people really really want to fight for mm -hmm. and it's it's very clear uh, that right now if you apply for a medical marijuana card in any state and you are a gun owner that you're violating a federal law so wow. this person here wants to go ahead and, and she is bringing the, the federal government up Right now, and of all places, I mean, if you know anything about American politics, Florida has a, a reputation for being a little bit out there. You know, this is uh, this is where Trump lives, and and all that weird. This stuff is where DeSanto runs. And yes, yeah. yes. So this 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 suit is coming from Florida, of all places. Oh, wow. So the yeah, Florida says they want their medical marijuana and their guns. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so they're suing the government. I don't really see as this is going to have a whole lot of hope. It's, because... it's strange as well, because you're allowed to have it if you are an alcoholic, for example. <laughs> and, mm. and if you're drunk, you're far more likely to be more, more emotional in the wrong ways. You know, you get angry, you're going to shoot somebody because you're drunk and then realize the next day, oh, fuck, shouldn't have done that. But if you're angry and pissed off and you smoke a spliff, you're going to be like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to shoot that motherfucker. That would be a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, personally, I'll go out and say that when, when I'm handling firearms, I don't do, I, I, just, I stay away from the guns. I just don't do it. Mm. I mean, I don't need that. So, I mean, but I understand if you're in a situation to where you have to have a concealed carry, you probably think that you're going to need this thing because, I mean, I don't really want to walk around carrying four to five pounds of steel in, in my pocket or a holster somewhere if I don't have to have it. So, but you, you can you because you have, can, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, see, yeah, there are people in this country that are like that. I'm not that person. You know, if I if I felt unsafe, I guess I would probably apply for yeah. the license and go mm -hmm. through all of this stuff like that. But knowing if I'm going through all this, that, OK, now I'm going to have a, a, a back and forth here, you know, because technically, if I've got this concealed carry thing, then they can knock on my door and, and, um, and I'm supposed to be able to show them everything and make sure everything's legal. Well, if I'm also a, a ganja uh, user and you know they knock on my door and they smell weed in there i'm in violation of a big old law right there i got a concealed carry license and there's weed in the house i go to prison damn this was nothing more than something that was added to the war on drugs basically saying that if you know, if you have if you smoke weed you can't have you're going to take some more of your rights away. but it's like That's we said already with the driving thing it, the, people don't just take cannabis to get fucking high to make them feel bad they take it for medicine you know, and they're medicated rather than stoned. And it's not like they're impaired and they yes. can't focus on things properly. It's well, this, this argument is being filed on behalf of medical marijuana users. Or I just keep saying cannabis because I keep wanting to not say that stupid word marijuana anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But if it, if it would pass through the federal government, then the same argument could be used for recreational later on. So, I mean, this has to be cleared up one way or another because even if cannabis becomes federally legal and this is still on the books, then anybody who owns a gun and, and uh, uses any form of cannabis is technically a criminal, technically. Wow. It's really weird, man. It this is, is this, 
I mean, we have a lot of things to fix. And one of the things, like you said, I really don't think a stoner is going to whip out this gun in a fit of rage and, and mow through anybody. Mm -hmm. They're the last person I'm worried about. Mm -hmm. I don't really want anybody who's impaired around a firearm, but if I had to choose a drunk or a stoner, give me the stoner every day. You know, uh, without fail, without yeah. fail. The stoner's going to be chill, the drunk will be <laughs> agitated. So, man, I ain't going to play that. See, it's a different culture there. You know, our government didn't trust us enough, so they went, you know, we'll we'll take them all back. You can't have those. You know, you no, can't it, it's not. Can't it, have anything fun. It's not that the government in America trusted the the citizens of the USA. It's just that that was the right given to them in the foundation of their country, but they it's have like the right to bear arms. You know, and but I'm sorry, Will, sorry. I'm just I'm just saying that you know, it, at what point does it become personal responsibility? Like. You know what I mean? Like, if you're drinking, you, you can still have the gun. You're expected mm. to make that that decision to yeah, yeah. keep it in the lock safe with the with your trigger locks and whatever mm -hmm. else on. Mm -hmm. But why is that so vastly different? Because you're choosing to use medicinal cannabis over, yeah. you know, other other ones that would mm -hmm. make you more likely to pick that thing out and have a play around with it. You know, well, even the antidepressants, man. Okay, yeah. antidepressants that are prescribed to people. Some of them will uh, seriously fuck with people's heads, man, but they're still allowed to be in possession of firearms. True. Even antipsychotics and things such as yeah. this, you know. I don't know. It's just, it, it's bizarro, but it's a war on drugs thing. They specifically put the word, um, they put marijuana in, in it. I hate that word again. But yeah, they put it in there as a war on drugs thing now. So now we have to get rid of all this garbage that's in there, people. I mean, shoot. I, I enjoy my shooting sports. I am, I am a... Uh, I consider myself a lawful gun owner. I've never used a, a gun of any kind in anger. Uh, and I never planned to. One of those things, you know? So I, I think we're just regular people, man. That's all we are. The regular people who enjoy regular things. Well, the gun debate is always an interesting one. I do like having that discussion. But that's for all the after party, if we get there at some point. But <laughs> uh, we have one more news story from TG. What are you saying, TG? Not much, you know. Uh... I'm in Canada, as you know, and uh, I find it interesting, or I think it's going to be interesting this year to watch the uh, acquisitions, mergers, and collapse of a lot of these companies. Everybody's saying it, analysts, and, you know, the community here is fed up with dog shit quality. And, and these guys have been propped up for a while from a, what they, what they, um, what, what they fucking called, man stimulus checks essentially for businesses yeah they're yeah they're they're kind of cooking the books in a way they're mm -hmm. playing the loopholes and taking advantage of you know like stuff that's supposed to be to help people during pandemic times but really they're repurposing it and not actually paying the people that need it but giving it to ceos and things that are getting massive payouts and whatever else so um yeah it's i think it's going to be interesting as we go through the news stories this year i want to see kind of how often one of these stories comes up. Um, this one isn't super severe. It's, it's a merger. So, but there are people losing their jobs, which sucks. You know, uh, the title is Aurora cannabis. You guys all know Aurora. Mm -hmm. Aurora cannabis closes down their 200 acre VC farm. And it's from stratcan.com published on May 7th. So quite recent yesterday. Um, yeah, and it's a short story, but straight to the point. Aurora Cannabis has formally revoked its cultivation license for a large outdoor farm in BC. Um, 
And basically it comes as they've acquired another company called Thrive Cannabis in Ontario, which is an indoor and outdoor cannabis producer. Um, they're basically saying they don't need the farm anymore because the new acquisition will uh, serve the purpose of what the farm was doing. They're just buying which, up everything. And these Aurora guys. Yeah. I mean, the big companies do that. Like Hexo is notorious for it. Canopy does it. They, I mean, that's, that's how they, they break into the market. They've thus far produced extremely subpar quality products. And, and so we'll kind of go in and buy the little craft guys up that are, that have the reputations. I'm not, I don't know anything about thrive, so I can't speak to their quality or anything, but um, generally that that's what they're doing. And Aurora out of the big ones is in my opinion, the best, but like, you know, the best of the shit is still shit kind of yeah. thing. So I guess this, this farm was kind of cool though. They were doing a R and D there on outdoor, outdoor stuff, mostly autos, it says, and they had a, a harvest of 55,000 plants in October, 2019. Oof. So like, you know, it's 200 acres is a big area, but this is, you know, there's tons of farms like this around. So it's, it's crazy going back to those other stories where, you know, 150 plants, in bubble hawks uh, neighborhood but this is fifty five thousand, and that's so I don't many know, plants it's just yeah the the difference be- between what can happen here and what happens there is 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 striking but uh yeah basically a lot of people are going to lose their jobs uh, a dozen full-time workers they said they're helping them transition and stuff but you know it sucks that these companies don't have a lot of foresight and they're just like it, it seems like they kind of just react rather than plan to stuff for stuff. And uh, thus it's like, you know, you're browsing eBay and you see a good deal on a farm and you buy it kind of thing. And then you don't think about the people that you've been building your current uh, setups for and probably doing pretty well. Like outdoor is something that Canada needs to, to develop, uh, you know, to be able to, if people want to grow outdoor and lots of people do, but there's not a lot of outdoor availability in terms of autoflower stuff. Um, you can only grow photos if you're in South in BC or Southern Ontario. So I don't know, it's kind of a shame, but I mean, hopefully what they say, the thrive place will serve the purpose of this other place, but I don't know. Um, eventually I feel like we're just going to be reporting on one company, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure, man. We're monopolizing that shit. Yeah. So interesting but yeah to be expected is what it is yeah mm-hmm. so that's i mean that's much about all the news from around the world this week so i mean we covered a lot there that's, that's a lot of news well not the same amount of news stories it just took longer than usual so some long news stories yeah discussion sounds good so let's know, know what you think. But let's cover uh, the forum news before we move on. There isn't much forum news either, but Bubble Hawk wins the Northern Light comp. So well done for that, Bubble Hawk. Oh, congratulations. We did express. Thanks, guys. And Hart yeah, came no. second as well. And, and then there was uh, a prize got split between them and Hart and Bubble Hawk decided to split the prize with Laughing Dragon, who also took part in the comp, which is super cool of you. Well done, lads. That's super cool, man. Oh, no, nice. that's okay. Can't take I can't take responsibility for that one. That was Hart sent me a message and you know he he was letting me know that um you know Dragon had a bit of a, a rough run and so we just between us decided that it'd be fair to give it to him and 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 go from there. But um I mean look I've five six 
six five packs of seeds is plenty for me. Mm. If one pack goes to someone and it, and it makes them smile and it makes them happy, then, mate, I'm all for it, you know? And, and this is what we say, just to the listeners here, this is what we say about Percy's, man. It's a super nice place, real nice community, and this is the kind of thing that happens people, at Percy's. People think about each other mm. on a regular so, basis. Yeah, We've man. got to stick together, guys. All right? You know what I'm saying? We're a community. Community Correct. of degenerates, no matter where we are. <laughs> Criminals, all of us. And then we have a GB is off for a few weeks. You're going to take a few weeks off, right, GB? Yeah, um, I thought it was going. It was just fair to take a few weeks off because I'm going to be. I, I would miss more shows than I would be here for um, over the next couple of weeks. It's just there's so many fucking COVID is finished. So everything is back to normal. GB's traveling around the world, riding on elephants and shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> COVID's not no. finished, man. It's still out there. I know, but the, the rest of the world thinks it's finished. So <laughs> that's good that's, enough for me. That's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, so yeah, no, I'm just going to take a couple of weeks off. So hopefully I should be back in about, I think, six weeks. Cool, cool. Yeah. But, cool, cool, cool. You'll be around. It's all good. I'll uh, be here anyway. I'll be flying. And then, of the course, uh, happy Mother's Day. To all of those mothers out there who are celebrating, thank you to all the moms for all the sacrifices they make for all the children. We would all be fucked without you for sure. Yeah, and then I know uh, you're not listening, but thanks, mom. All the mother plants too. Don't forget the mother plants. Yeah, yeah. Happy Mother's Day to the mother plants too. To all the mother plants yeah. and all the tents, especially that old mother plant from the Big Buddha blue cheese there that's still going after like twenty years. Thanks, <laughs> thanks to Milo for keeping her running for so long. But that's all the news for this week. And there we go. That was this week's cannabis news, everybody. If you have any news story that you come across this week that you'd like us to report on next week's show, then head over to persisgrowroom.com and drop it in the high and homegrown section. And then we might cover it on next week's show. We'd like to report on stories that you guys give to us. So if you do find any stories, let us know and we'll take a look into it for next week. But as usual, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for downloading the show. Head over to PersonsGrowRoom.com. If you're not a member already, sign up. Get involved in the HLG 600R spec competition. So you can possibly win yourself the awesome grow light that HLG are giving away over there. That would be super cool. And if you haven't already, then head over to our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash high on homegrown and become a subscriber. We're trying to push really hard to get to that 2K subscribers as soon as possible. And we need your help to get there. The YouTube algorithms are always restrictive on who they show our channel to because we're cannabis related. So we need the help from the community to help us grow and get more subscribers. So if you haven't subscribed already, we would massively appreciate if you just head over to the channel and click on subscribe. That would be sweet. But of course, you're already doing enough by listening to the show and downloading the show every week. We massively appreciate your time. We hope you enjoy the episodes. We hope you enjoy the content that we put out every week. And we hope you continue to download all the episodes in the future too. Don't forget we have interviews on Wednesdays and grow guides on Fridays. So... We'll catch up for those episodes too. Don't forget to share with a friend. We need more listeners. We need more downloads. Let's keep going. Thanks as always for your epic support. And thanks as always for listening to the show. I hope you have a good week. I'll catch you on Wednesday for the interview. So stay high, stay safe. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye.